Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments, and I will gladly answer, uh, do the best I can, make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well, because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give. And I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve. And I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. I'm excited to be back. I told you guys that I needed some time off for my health. I was wanting to refocus my lifestyle. And I needed the time to be able to make those adjustments that um, I had received some information about um, uh, a, a stage two diagnosis, if you will, of uh, kidney disease. And so that requires a different way by which one will approach living uh, rightly with how we eat and so forth. So I had to uh, do some investigation about my uh, condition and what is necessary to be able to head in that direction where I can obtain my healing. If any of you out there have any kind of suggestion, I ask that you, um, you know, just drop a note and tell me um, some testimonies about that. So today we are going to read from Romans chapter 8, verses 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not also with him clearly give us all things? Which is a beautiful question. How will he not also with him clearly gives us all things? And I want to bring to you guys attention that he has given to us all things. Uh, we know that Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now, those spiritual blessings are um, God's principles, His ways by which we can live in this age of grace. And we've done some really um, in-depth study as to where and how we're living, and we're living in the age of grace, as the Bible tells us. And we talked about what grace is, and that is God's ability to influence one man's heart. Um, to bring the best results for his children. And uh, we know that people have the capability of influencing each other um, without really forcing the issue, if you will, but they're able to guide that individual to make certain uh, decisions that they want. We call that manipulation in a certain format, where it's used in that, um, in that way, where it's evil. But we took a look at God the Father and show you that it was his timing, his timeline, that everything is based on, and he created an age of grace by which he can extract from the kingdom of darkness their kids and from the kingdom itself and give to the children that he has freely given to us all things, um, uh, all spiritual blessings um, in heavenly places. And through these spiritual blessings, we are able to gain access to the wealth of uh, the uh, sinners, if you will, the children of disobedience. We were able to gain things other than wealth. We were able to gain our health, our healing, 
um, all of these things that the Bible promises us that we have access. So God, who has not spared his own son. And so we see that in according to history and in the words that we have been studying from the Bible that Jesus Christ died. I had someone um, told me that uh, there's no proof that he died or there is no proof that he even lived. And I men- mentioned this before, there's so much documentation about this man, Jesus, before he was even born. And um, in the history of uh, Egypt, the uh, Israelite people through the prophets, uh, all the way from God in Genesis, when he prophesied about him, all the way to the book of Enoch, all those uh, sources, talks a lot about this man, Jesus Christ. And um, historian uh, Josephus talked about this man, Jesus Christ. So uh, it really is a baffling situation when someone uh, make mention of who was there, Jesus, and so forth. There are other historians out there that um, know about him and that talk about him outside of the Bible. So that question is mute, if you will. But our study for this morning is that God has given to you and I everything. Now, how we have access to that, which is what we've been studying for the longest time, is that um, through faith and all these different principles that, that he has given to us. And we saw that he loves us. For he who spared not his own son, but he delivered him up for us. So we see that God delivered his son, his only son, Jesus Christ, um, with a plan that they had instituted before the foundation of the earth. He actually gave him up. He gave him up to be a sacrifice. We have an example of Abraham um, and his son and Isaac. And we know that that is a shadow of what God intended to do. So um and so we see now that this god he hasn't really held back anything from us and a lot of people always say that god hold back all things from you and he says no actually he warned you and i in the script he says be careful of what you ask for i'll give it to you and you'll I'll bring leanness to your soul as a result so he has given to us all things and because he has given to us all things the scripture says um, uh, that we have access to it and we know that we have access to it by faith. So this thought that the enemy will bring into your mind and tell you that God didn't do this, he's not going to do that, he's not going to do that, is an absolute lie. And we could see that from the scriptures. Um, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how will he not also with this Jesus Christ that he delivered clearly give us all things in Romans chapter 8, 32, Ephesians, as I said, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So when you and I ask for something, uh, the problem that we run into, and we've been talking about this for the longest time, is time. We are concerned that um, that it is not done in the right time. And we did a study about that so that we can gain some insight as to God and his timing, what it looks like. So if God has given to you and I everything, uh, and he has clearly, uh, uh, as the scripture says in Romans, clearly he has given to us all things and he's not withholding anything for us. Then it is how we come. He says, ask and it shall be given unto you. We did a study also as to how to come and ask. Uh, what part of us? What, uh, what are we doing when we're asking how to ask? Ask, you know, James tells us to ask, um, not wavering. And we studied what that meant. We studied 
this uh, that man is a spirit, soul, and body, and we know that what part of his um, of the man is the one that wavers, and we saw that from uh, studying what the soul is. And as we're gaining more and more in information, this is so that you and I will become um, stronger in our wisdom. The scripture says that so the gospel comes to be taught so that we're not tossed through and back and forth by every wind of doctrine. People come and say that God doesn't provide. Yes, he does. He, that's all he knows how to do. He provided Jesus Christ. It says, he who did not spare his own son, but he delivered him uh, up for us all, not for just one person, but for all, the whole entire world, for God so loved the world. So Ecclesiastic, uh, Ecclesiastic chapter 3, verse 11, we've studied this before. It tells us some insights about God and his, his timing. He has made everything beautiful in its time, okay? So that's the problem that we don't want to, um, we don't want to acknowledge because of what Jesus said, have faith in God. And that is the problem basically with mankind is that we don't have faith with God, uh, faith in God. Because if we do, we will see mighty things as God have shown through the scriptures, um, uh, by those who believe and trust in God, what those mighty things can be. For everything, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. So whatever matter you are going through, there is a time and a season for it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It has uh, hasten to the end, it will not lie. So whatever situation you have in your life, I just want to let you know that it's going to end. And uh, it will end with you having the victory with it if you allow those principles that God, which God has given to you all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you have allowed the Holy Spirit to guide you as to which one to use in your situation, because we know that um, even our times, the scripture tells us in Psalms 31, I think 15, says my times are in your hands. Which times? All those matters that you have in front of you. My times are in your hand for every matter on the heaven. It says a time, there's a time for every matter on the heaven. And so God's time is in his hands about you about your situation, about your current uh, predicament, if you will. Um, we know that he has given us a couple of things that we have access to while we are here in this mess that we have created. One is mercy. We know that grace is the other. The grace is for to affect the hearts of the others as well as it, it affects our hearts while we are in this situation because we need God's grace also. We have to recognize that there's a couple of things. It's in his hand, everything is in his hand, but he asked you and I that we should take courage, wait on him. And as we wait on him, that is, I tell you, that is one of the hardest places for a individual to be because in waiting means that you are surrendering your timing, your actions, your wills, your thoughts, everything, because you are now going to rely totally 100% on God. God made an exit. Um, a request to the children of Israel while they were at the Red Sea and uh, the army is coming to them. And Moses comes and he says to them, well, guys, stand still, chill, do nothing and watch for the enemy that is before you or the enemy that is chasing you will be no more. 
And so God wants us, you and I, in some cases, to rest and let him do the work. But you have to have a relationship with him for him to make it known to you. He he made it known to Moses, I need the people to rest. But I need also some things from you in order for the process to go through. And that was his faith. The man had to take his rod and hit the water. That took faith. The people had to take faith to walk through the, um, because they're looking at this water on both sides. God dried it up and they by faith walked through. And as they walked through and they got to the other side, those guys that were waiting their enemy, if you will, to come at them, God put a hold at them or slowed them down, caused them to make certain decisions to allow the children of Israel to escape. You're looking at hundreds of thousands of people of men, women, and children walking through uh, um, a, a sea that God parted so that they had time. It took them time to make that journey. And we all think sometimes it just happened instantaneously. No, it didn't. They just walked over. And when they walked over, then God had to influence these men's heart to make some decisions that caused them to stay backward. You know, he had fire also. He he was showing his miracle to the enemy of God at the same time he was uh, of his, his children as he is showing his power to his children. And so God, the Bible tells us, he who did not spare his own son, but deliver him for us all. The question that I ask you is, how will he not also with him clearly give you all things? It doesn't benefit uh, the Father to see us defeated. It doesn't benefit the Father to see us in pain and heart. In fact, he tells us and he promises, I'm close to those that are brokenhearted. I'm actually in that mess with them. I'm not going to allow the enemy to overrun them. I'm not going to let the fire overtake them. I'm not going to let the water overrun them. I'm, I'm with them. I'm walking with them. And I just want them to be aware that I'm there with them. But he who, uh, how will he also not uh, clearly give us all things? It was not beneficial for the Father to not give us all things because he wants us to live a victorious life. Now, we've talked about victorious life and as far as wealth and gaining wealth that these men make you and I feel inferior because we are not um, we don't have wealth, if you will. And that's not what God came here to do. He came here to save the soul. He came here to create a new family. He came here to deliver us from the kingdom of darkness and put us into the kingdom of his dear, dear son. And we know that this transfer of people is done because God loves us so much. Because he who did not spare his own son but delivered him for us all, how will he not also with him clearly give us all things? I want to encourage you guys that God has given to you all things. He has given to you wisdom. He's given you insight, knowledge, all of these different things. He's given to you the power of the Holy Spirit. He's given to you the anointing. He's given to you deliverance. He's given to you grace. He's given to you mercy. He's given to you uh, long-suffering. He's given to you all of these things that you have access to. When the children of Israel came through the dry land as they were walking and they see the miracle of God, when they exited that 
matter, if you will. The Bible tells us that they began to worship him. They sang unto him, sang a song to God for the horse and rider has been thrown into the sea. They sang about God's delivering power based on that matter that they were delivered from. And so whatever matter you're in, it says for for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under the heavens. Your times, according to Psalms 3150, my times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hands of my enemy, enemies and my persecutors. That's our prayer. And that is my prayer for you. You remember that your times and your matters are in God's hand. The Bible tells us that deliverance belongs to him. It tells us that salvation belongs to him. If it belongs to him and he owns it. He has the right to pick how he is going to deliver us. Our responsibility is simply to, as the psalmist said, um, rescue me from the hands of my enemies and from my persecutors. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight.